everybody. It's Pastor Jen here at the International Christian Fellowship Rome. I want to thank you for joining the online service today. As we finish summer and we move into this new season of fall and maybe new work uh, responsibilities and children's ministry and uh, young adult ministry here at ICF Rome and online, I want you to know I'm praying for you. This service that you're joining today is truly a moment for you to get refilled with the power of God for the next week. So I have prayed that as you enter into worship, as you enter into listening to the word of God, that you will say to the Lord, what do I need for this week that God will make me stronger, that will make my faith the living proof to those around me. So I welcome you today and I pray that God gives you a wonderful word of encouragement as you join the service. I will tell you that in the past few weeks, I have seen, heard of, and been the recipient of God's divine provision. Amen? You cannot outgive the Lord. That means no matter how much you give to God, time, talent, treasures, he's going to give more than that. Amen? So I'm so thankful for the men of faith. I put this picture up here so they could see. The men had a great gathering yesterday playing soccer, football, paddle ball. Looks like they had every age group represented. Let me hear the men in the house. Okay, men, you got to give me a little. Ready? Let me hear the men in the house. Thank you. Okay, I think they got a little bit hot and tired yesterday, so we pray for renewal of strength. Come on, girls, we need to go work out. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, make it happen for us. Amen. Uh, I want to also say thank you to our amazing office staff and specifically Angel. Probably put this together. It's on your seat so you can see what's coming up next Sunday. Servolution. Next Sunday, an opportunity for you to really say, you know what? We had the leadership breakthrough mindset retreat for everybody, men, women, young and old. We have fellowship. We're going to have food. I'm giving you an opportunity next week to sign up and say, I will do. Can you say whatever? Ooh, that's a hard one, I know. I will do whatever it takes whatever we need for the Lord. And um, write that note down. Y'all write that word down. Okay, whatever. I'm going to come back to that later. Um, so I just want you to plan for next Sunday. If you come to first service and you need to leave, we'll have opportunity in between the two services. Uh, if you love to do stuff with food, like the food prep and the cafe and all that, please see Angel or Jesse after today's service and let them know you can help next Sunday. That would be phenomenal. Um, I am thankful that we come together to serve the Lord. Amen? This morning, we are going to take our communion together, and you should all have a communion uh, element in a small cup. If you missed it when you came in, will you just slip your hand up? If you need a communion cup and you didn't get it, just slip your hand up. I don't see anybody. Okay, thank you. Abeba's in the back if someone needs it. Here at our church, we serve what we call an open communion. It means you do not have to be a member of this church to receive communion. But what we do ask, according to Scripture, is because this, along with water baptism, which we will have in a couple weeks, 
And for those of you that are wondering, we have a pool, a small pool, heated, so it'll be warm right here. You wear your clothes. We have a t-shirt for you. Um, and you declare, I'm making Jesus in charge of my life. First time, again, whatever. That water baptism will be right there. We believe that that's one of, along with communion, those ordinances of the church where it's our responsibility to say, I receive what Jesus did for me on the cross, and I also want to make a public declaration that my sins are washed away, my heart is made new, all the old is gone, and His mercies are new every morning. Amen? So this morning, as we take the cup, so you peel back that first layer of your little cup and you'll find a wafer. And we will take that together in just a moment. And then you'll peel back the second layer for the juice. The cracker represents the body of Christ. He was wounded. He took stripes on his back so that you and I could be saved. And the blood represents the blood that Jesus shed on the cross. You know, there's crosses everywhere because... How many of you know, like when something really phenomenal happens in the world, everybody talks about it, right? Everybody writes about it. Maybe they didn't have social media back then, but they had a lot of scribes and people who were watching. That's why in almost, probably almost every country, even though it might be hidden, you could find a cross because it really happened. Jesus really died on the cross. And what I love is that the cross is empty. He's not still on the cross. What I love about Jesus and the Holy Bible is that he's not buried in a tomb where we go and pay our respects to this dead body that's turned into stone. The Bible says Jesus resurrected on the third day. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. And he's at the right hand of God the Father saying, those are my kids. God, send the angels for them. That's my daughter. Send help to her. Holy Spirit, that's my son. Send him comfort right now. That's what Jesus does. If he loved you and I that much, then we should remember what he did. I never want us to forget the sacrifices that Jesus made. It's when I align myself to him. So this morning, Isaiah 53, 5 says, He was pierced for our transgressions, our sins. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on Him. And by His wounds, by His stripes, we are healed. I don't know if you're in this room today and you need healing. But I want you to know Jesus came to give us healing. I believe in divine healing. Amen? How many of you have ever experienced a healing in your body? Raise your hand. You've experienced a healing. Isn't that amazing? And that wasn't the last healing you're ever going to experience. Amen? So I want you to know that your miracle is in motion. As I pray over this bread that represents those stripes by which you and I can be healed, I want you, as you take this bread, to say, God, I believe you can heal my body. I believe you can heal my loved one. I believe you can heal my wounded soul. I believe you can heal my broken mind. So, Father, we thank you, Jesus, for bearing the stripes on the cross for us. It's not just a story with some pictures of a bloody man on a cross. You were ripped to shreds, and yet you stood there. You took that so that we could know 
just like you did on the third day, that wound did not keep you dead. <laughs> God, you resurrected. And right now, as we take the bread, I pray that bodies will be resurrected to wholeness. I pray that bloodstreams will be resurrected to healing. I pray that all manner of sickness and disease would be gone and by your stripes. We receive healing as we partake this bread together. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take the bread. Testament, 1 Corinthians 11:23 says, For I have received from the Lord what I also pass on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took this. Can you imagine that Jesus, he chose 12 guys to be around him. And yet one of them betrayed him to death. Another one betrayed him and God restored him. But he still took it knowing what was facing him. And he said, when he gave thanks, this is my body, which is for you. Do it in remembrance of me. Jesus was saying, don't forget how valuable you were to me that I did this. Verse 25 of chapter 11, it says, in the same way he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. It says, though, whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat the bread and drink the cup. This morning, before we take this cup, I kept having the thought, how's your heart? How's your heart? You know, the world sometimes says pride goes before a fall, right? Sometimes we can know Jesus for a long time. Sometimes maybe we've heard of him. We forget to examine our heart. So I invite you, as I do every month and every day, examine my heart and say to the Lord, examine me. I invite you right now. See, you don't need to come up here and pray with me. You can pray right there in your seat. You can say, Jesus, forgive me of any sin I've committed today, this week. Purify my heart Father, right now, as we pray, as we prepare to take the cup together, I invite you, Lord, Holy Spirit, convict us. How's my heart, God? Is it pleasing to you? Do you really know how much I love you, Jesus? Purify us. Make us clean before you, body mind, heart, and spirit. Father, as there are those in this room who may be saying, dear Jesus, forgive me. I pray that as they drink this cup together, they will know they're taking communion in a way they've never taken it before. And they are in fellowship with you, seated around this amazing table where you invite us to have bread and drink with you because you love us and you want relationship with us. Father, I thank you for your forgiveness. I thank you that you remove all sin from our lives and you make everything new in Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's drink together.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you take a minute? Thank you, Jesse. Can you take a minute and just lift your hand where you are? Just say to the Lord, God, I love you. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Amen, 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 amen. He is Jehovah Shammah. Amen. That means he is present with you and I. He is invincible. Now, I got this cool slide for this whole month because I want you to understand what invincible, say invincible. Invincible means no matter what comes at him, no matter what comes at you. I know you're like boxing, really? Here, I want you to understand something. You may feel like you're in the boxing ring of life. And there's all these punches coming your way. And today and this month, I want you to remember Jesus, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, is invincible. He is stronger than all those things coming at you. Amen? So, Jehovah Shammah means the Lord is there. It comes from Ezekiel 48.35. You can read it. It was a city. And they were saying, you know what, Jehovah Shammah, he's here. He was over there with us. Now he's here with us. He's moved with us. We sense that in the Lord. Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit give us invincible proof of his existence in our lives. Do you know that? The Bible says, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. So he has given me that invincible power of God, not power of Jennifer, amen? It's not my power. It's the power of God to know that he is not able to be defeated. This invincible God is the one who created you. He created you. Can you imagine he knows how many hairs are on your head? He knows when I change the color of my hairs, when I cut my hairs, when I lose my hairs. Some days I'm like, I lost a lot of hair today. I, I wonder if he's still counting. <laughs> I want you to know he cares. He cares. If the, the Bible says if a bird, a swallow falls to the ground, a sparrow, how much more does he care if you or I fall or falter? He cares. He's with us. He created us. So I have just a few fun facts as I welcome our online audience as well. Can you guys give a really loud welcome? Come on. Woo! I'm so thankful for our online ministry, all of those who serve in online production, because people are being saved, touched, healed, strengthened. I want you to know some days I get reports, and this week I think it was like we were up 400% on um, tabs of people. That means people are looking for us and coming to us. He's invincible. And so before I, I tell you what he did with your body, I want to tell you how important online ministry is, how important the atmosphere is here. This week I got a phone call. In fact, it was yesterday. I didn't know if I was going to have to be out roaming the streets of Rome last night. Of two young men, young adult men, that found themselves in this city, their family is connected to a family that knows us from online ministry. One of the boys was taken, kidnapped, beaten up, lost. Because they did this thing I call like the links, right? They said, hey, we know that church, we know that pastor in Rome. Send a message, 
maybe there's something she can do. Maybe there's something. We didn't know if the one son was also in trouble or what was happening. So I was on the phone till probably 10 o'clock at different times with this young man. And I said, we're going to be praying for you. And um, I wasn't sure if he knew Jesus by some of the conversations we had and the circumstances by which his friend was wounded and taken. Um, But in the end, I prayed with him. And he said, he wrote me at about 10 o'clock, he said, in all caps, I have good news. They found Justin. We're going to get on a plane and go home in the morning. I said, thank you, Jesus. I said, God was watching over you. He said, yes, ma'am. Next time I'll come to Mass. I said, okay, you call it what you want, but I want you to know God had his hand on you. You see, we never can underestimate that Jehovah Shammah is present and that because we are present here and online, maybe the prayers, not maybe, I believe it, the prayers of a mother that was desperate, my son is gone, he's lost, he's going home wounded, but he's going home alive. Amen? Amen? Praise God for that. So just in case you think, wow, isn't God amazing? He's invincible. Guess what else he did? Did you know that there's enough information in the nerves of your body that it can travel, those messages, at 400 kilometers per hour? I mean, I'm sure that my kilometers are going like 400, 500, 600 sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like, could I just be quiet for a minute in my brain? Just be quiet. 400 miles an hour. With all that information going from my head to my eyes to my ears to my fingers to my fingernails to my legs, my knees, that's you. That's God made us that way. How can you not believe that he's invincible? The human heart beats more than 3 billion, billion, I don't know how you say that in Italian. Huh? With a B, right? (laughs) It's a whole bunch. (laughs) Three billion, billion times in an average lifespan. So in case you thought your heart was broken and it's wounded, it has a whole bunch more beating to do. You're not done with that beating heart. Amen? If God can make it, he can fix it. If the world tries to break it, the invincible God is there. Amen? Here's another fun fact. Laid end to end, if you were to have all the blood vessels from an adult Okay, all the blood vessels, you know, that's those things like that that carry the blood from one place. If you laid just from one person and you laid that around, do you know that those blood vessels could circle the Earth's equator four times? From one adult, your body is intricately, creatively formed by this invincible creator that no weapon formed against you can prosper if you are a child of God. Amen? So I want you to understand invincible means too powerful to be defeated or overcome. Invincible means too powerful to be defeated or overcome. I mean, just think about it. If my heart is wounded and heavy, it's going to keep beating. He's going to fix it. He's going to heal it. He's going to comfort it. If my vision is blurry, he's going to give me clear vision, even if it's in the physical or the spiritual. Amen? There are people all around us. I know that. And I want you to know that I believe the voices influence our mindset. 
hear me. The pace of life is often being set by people in our path. How many people need to learn to hear God's voice above the chaos? Inala talked about that our giving is a representation of our life. It's not just the money. It's the time that we, we spent. There's people attached to that. And in the same way, I'm asking you, I want you to walk in victory. I want you to walk in confidence that he is too powerful to be defeated. That why would you let go of him? Because he is too powerful to be overcome. When the world tries to overcome you, when the voices around you try to overwhelm you, you can say, shh, shh. I'm going to listen to the one whose voice is higher than everybody else's. Amen? In case you're unsure about all those voices, though, I want you to know something. The population of the world today, today is about 215,000 people larger than yesterday. In one day, 215,000 people. Now, that's just on one website I saw. And it's actually a ticker that's constantly showing around the world people being born. 215,000 people shows you in real time. That's a lot of people to influence us. That's a lot of people that we have the responsibility to influence. So I ask you this question, what happens when we believe what the world says? That we came from a monkey? That's not true. Somebody say amen. Amen. My father created me as a human being. He created you as a human being. And he made each of us different with different fingerprints and thumbprints. Right? What happens when you believe what the world says? You get weary with bad news because you're listening to the wrong stuff. You get discouraged with the broken plans. You get defeated mindsets that get on you. It's contagious. You know, my husband used to say often, I don't want to be around negative people because it gets on you, and I don't want to be like that. I want to surround myself with people that are going to speak life to me. Now, you might be the one that God has assigned to speak life in the middle of that circle where people are defeated. Amen? But you have to know your job is to be the light, not to let the darkness get on you. You have to be aware. Every day you walk into the world, you need to say to the Holy Spirit, come with me. Let me go with you into this workplace. Let me sit at this table with you. Let me listen to this professor with you. I don't want to believe what the world says. The world might tell you, (laughs) you can't do it. And I'll tell you what else. We get confused with the world's values when we listen to what the world says. My life is not guided by the world values. Some people can make the world's values sound so wonderful for everyone. But I'll tell you, the wages of sin is death. I don't agree that sin can get into heaven. Jesus didn't do all that he did on the cross for us so that we could just live however we want. Now, I'm not one to sit here and say, don't do this and don't do this and don't do this. But I will say, draw closer to the Lord. Make sure you're hearing his voice. Make sure you're reading his words so that you know when the wrong values are being given to you. We get lost in the message and we forget to seek Jesus, but he gives us the best news ever. So 
I read this this week. A couple of us shared it as well, but I want to say it out loud to you. Jesus did not say, like the world says, follow your heart. He didn't. He said, follow me. I will give you a heart for the people in Matthew chapter 4. Jesus did not say, be true to yourself. He said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny himself in Luke chapter 9. Jesus did not say, oh, believe in yourself. And I believe that these are things that sound good when we say them by themselves. But Jesus didn't say, believe in yourself. He said, believe in me in John chapter 14 and John chapter 11. Jesus did not say, just live your truth, whatever it is. Jesus said, I am the truth. The way, the truth, and the life in John chapter 14. He did not say, do it as long as you're happy. <laughs> in Mark chapter 8, he said, Jesus said, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? Now, you know I am a person of victory. I want you to believe in yourself that God made you and created you. But not to the point of I believe more in me than I believe in him. Not to the point that I say, well, it didn't feel good, so therefore I'm not going for the next three weeks. I'm just going to stay home. What happens when we believe what the world says? And what happens when we believe what the Bible says? Here's what I want to give you. I have these bullet points for you, and I hope you write them down. Because if you will believe what the Bible says, this is what I pray over you. You will be strengthened to soar like eagles. Amen? You will be strengthened. And then, in the middle of weariness, you can say, I will mount up with wings as eagles. I will walk and not faint. I will run and not fall down. Amen? So I will be strengthened to soar. You can recognize the impossibilities are possible in the supernatural realm. See, when I believe the world, the world says, no, no, no. I want to tell you, I, I had to do some document stuff this week, and then we did some stuff with Jessie not too long ago when she first got here. One thing I learned about this city is don't take the first no, because we got like four no's for her, and finally we just kept persevering, and we got a yes. I got like four no's in three places. I just kept going, but wait, I have to tell somebody my circumstance. I finally got a yes. I didn't take the first no, but I had to recognize that the impossibilities are possible in the supernatural realm. Now, in my spirit, I was believing in the Lord who was orchestrating my steps. In my spirit, I was saying, God, my, my future, my circumstances, my identity, my stuff, it's all in your hands. So either you're going to do it today, and this is the time allotted that I believe you're going to do it, or... At the end of this period of time, I'm going to say, okay, I, I knocked, I asked, I seeked. I'm going to wait because sometimes God says wait. But I want you to know if I recognize that these impossibilities are possible with God, it changes the way I see things that don't go my way, right? It so it's not, no longer am I defeated. I just see that, okay, God, you're working something else out. My natural plus his supernatural equals supernatural solutions. My natural, so you got to do your part, plus his supernatural equals supernatural solutions. Isn't it awesome when something happens and you can honestly say that had to be God? 
That had to be God. I sacrificed on this day and on this day, 24 hours later, three days later, three months later, something supernatural happened in the heavenlies because my natural with his supernatural changed the way that I thought about it. Provision is always possible. That's what Pastor Al told us last week. That's because God is invincible. So here's the other things I want you to know. We realize our process is attached to his glory for now. Your process is attached to the glory of God for your life. When you know that, it changes the way you do your process. Anybody here, is it just me? Like you ever kind of was doing something, you felt that conviction, like I need to have an attitude adjustment? Anybody ever need an attitude adjustment? Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes we need an attitude adjustment because I need to remember my process is attached to his glory. I'm about to walk in. I'm about to encounter the third no of the day. And I got to say to them, they're asking me every single time, why do you want this? Because I I live here. (laughs) My name is Pasquale. My name is Jones on my my birth certificate um, because I pastor in this. I have to say those things. What do you do? Why do you want to be here? And then all of a sudden in my back of my mind, I'm like, his glory is attached to my attitude and my facial expressions. Get it together, Jennifer. I I hear the Holy Spirit saying to me sometimes. Our purposes are aligned with his destiny for us in the days ahead. Your purpose is aligned with God's destiny for the days ahead. If you quit now, if you quit trusting Jesus now, you're going to break that destiny possibility. So who do you believe in? Jesus said, believe in me. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live. Even though they die, and whoever lives by believing in me will never die. I mean, isn't that awesome? If I believe in me and I die, I'm done. (laughs) But if I believe in Jesus, I'm going to live forever. And I'm going to live in a place where there's no wrinkles, no sickness, no tears, no sorrow. For sure, I'm going to believe in him for that. Amen? Can't wait for that moment. John 3, 16, you know it. For God so loved the world that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. See, these aren't my words. This is not my theology or philosophy. This is the scripture of Almighty God for you and I relevant today. John 14, 1 says, do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus talking. He is invincible. He's too powerful to be defeated or overcome. So Jeremiah 17, 7 says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Worship team, I want you to come. Jeremiah 17, 7. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Are you facing something right now? Is it just me facing stuff? I don't think so. We're all facing stuff. Amen? You are blessed when you trust in the Lord. You are blessed when your confidence is in him. And Philippians 4.13 in the Amplified Version says, I can do all things through Christ, which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose 
I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency, not my own. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me in my inner strength and confident peace. You see, when I believe what the world says, I'm defeated, I'm discouraged, I'm delayed, and ultimately destroyed. When I believe what the Bible says, I am energized, I am empowered, I am impacted by what he's doing in my life. Why would I keep that to myself? If you love a good meal, you'll probably share where you got that good meal and say, you need to go to this restaurant. If you found a good sale and you know anybody who likes shopping, you'll say, I know where to tell you to go for that great sale and that great shopping. For our men who love the sports and the women, by the way, this is a great place to go play and energize and exercise your body. I know something that will energize and exercise your spirit, man. Why would I not tell you? Why would you not tell your friend? You see, if we're really going to have these breakthrough mindsets, then I have to know that invincible God is greater than the one who is trying to push me down, push me back, stop me. His plans are bigger than we see. His purposes run deeper than we can go by ourselves. His promises expand wider than our circle of questions. And His provision flows greater than the need. Can you put the first one up again so they can see? His plans are bigger than we see. You can only see so much. I mean, you might be able to see like a pilot on a plane a little ways away. But His plans are bigger than whatever you see. His purposes run deeper than it's just for me. It's not just for me. It's not just for you. It's for us. It's for those young men that we prayed for on the phone last night. It's for a family that's facing a death this morning that I prayed for. In another country that they wrote me and said, you've got to pray. We've had a tragedy. And I'm praying that only I can't be there. I don't know their name. But I know the name that is above every other name. I know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the Prince of Peace and His purpose runs deeper than my sleep, my money, my physical. His purpose runs deeper than that. And that's not just for me, that's for you. You are touching people right where you are. You have the opportunity. His promises are wider than your questions. His provision is greater than your need. He is invincible too powerful to be defeated we're gonna sing that song i think greater or something else yes okay um i want you to stand i'm asking you this morning as we've taken communion as you've made a commitment as you've come into this house once again yes you examined your heart but as the worship team begins to sing i want you to know god is greater invincible amen maybe you're in this house right now online I will pray with you online as well you're in here in this place and you would say pastor Jennifer I need prayer it, it's been a difficult week or it's it's an unusual season in my life and I need to know that he's invincible in my circumstances the Bible says where two or three agree as touching anything it will be done you don't have to do it alone I want to pray with you. I want to pray that you'll walk in victory. 
So if that's you and you say, I need to know he's invincible in these areas, lift your hand all over this room. I see it. Thank you. I see it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I need to know that he's invincible. I need to understand his invincible work in my life. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the supernatural mercies to flow. I pray in Jesus' name that you would convince hearts and minds through the power and the truth of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for it, Lord Jesus. I thank you for it, Lord Jesus. I want us to sing. I'm going to be here. Praise the Lord. I am so very thankful that every time we hear the word of the Lord, he does something in our hearts and minds. So I want to invite you right now. Maybe there's been something in your life that has pulled you away from the love of Christ. Maybe you didn't remember that you are loved by God, that you are the proof that he is with you. And so right now I invite you to pray with me that Jesus would take control of every area and give everything back to God. Stop holding on to it. Put it in his hands and let him take care of it. So I invite you right now to pray this prayer with me to make Jesus number one in every aspect of your life. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it right there. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to take control of every area of my life. I give you all my fears, all my doubts, all my mistakes. I receive your forgiveness, Lord. I receive your new mercy. And from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will cling to Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I also want to pray with those who have, are in need of a miracle. We have seen, really, the lame walk, the blind eyes open. We have seen prodigals come back home. And maybe today you've been watching online and you just waited till this last prayer because you needed the move of God in your family, in your situation, in your circumstance. I want you to know that as we pray, the power of the Holy Spirit is omnipresent. The angels in heaven are standing on guard and the Lord says, send them over there. Send them over there. Put a shield around that one. So agree with me right now for your miracle in motion. God is doing it. I want your faith to come alive. I don't want you to doubt or wonder if God sees you or hears you because he does. So Father, right now, I pray in the name of Jesus that everyone who calls ICF Rome online and on campus, their church, that they would know they're not alone. They're a part of this family of faith where people are praying for them around the world, across the seas. I pray for the one who needs cancer healed. I pray for the one who needs diabetes healed. I pray for the one whose shoulders and hips are having joint and bone problem in the name of Jesus. I pray for the one who has turmoil in their family, that the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension would flow in that home right now, Lord God. You know the circumstances. You are Jehovah Jireh. You are Jehovah Emmanuel, God with us. So I want you to agree with me. You are my Jehovah 
Emmanuel. You are my Jehovah Rapha, my healer. You are my Jehovah Shalom, my peace. You are Jehovah Emmanuel. You are with me. So God, I bless your people. I pray that as we go into our workplaces, our learning places, our family places, that we would walk in with a new joy, a new hope, and a new peace that God's got this, and I am the living proof that God is at work. I love you. I thank you for being a part of all that we're doing here. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for the ways that you participate on Wednesdays and on Sundays. I love you. I pray you have safe travel wherever you're moving around, and that we'll see you next week online.